back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Joel. Tonight is Tuesday, January the 5th, 2021. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Uh, Hey, Joel, I'm doing well. I'm coming at you, as usual, from Brooklyn, New York. My hot take today has to do with Reddit, uh, the kind of shadiest of all social media platforms. Um, There is a subreddit, a baseball subreddit, obviously, and they've been doing a thing where they put up a thread for people just to roast the baseball teams one at a time. And I don't really post on Reddit, but I just became aware of this and was reading some of the roasts on these threads. And I got to tell you, they're the worst, like, lamest roasts of all time. And it it reminded me of when you were talking about how our podcast is better than everyone else's podcast because everyone else's podcast is just OPS all the time. Right. And there was a there was a, the most recent roast thread was on the Kansas City Royals and <clears throat> all of the roasts were like the Royals have had the fifth worst ERA over the past 15 years. <laughs> and it's just the stupidest shit you've ever read. Like it's it's not cool at all. Right, these baseball nerds don't know how to do a proper roast. Right. And like Reddit yeah. nerds also. And like Right seems like they've probably been getting roasted their whole lives. They should be better at it. Anyway, if you want to see a good roast, then you should just come on to our uh, Twitter feed during college game day. Then you'll get some good roasts. That's all I'm saying. Right. Okay. So, I like it. That gets us into my hot take because the it's, you know, New Year's is over. The college football season is wrapping up its short and sad fucking existence. My team, the Oregon Ducks, laid an egg in the Fiesta Bowl, losing to Iowa State 34-17. But that didn't prevent Sam and I from getting in some good roasts of the goddamn Iowa State Cyclones. Yeah, we roasted them good. Right, some, some good ones. Iowa State is basically Trump University, but in the state of Iowa. Matt Nichols, the coach, or Matt Campbell, the coach of Iowa State, he gets guys to sign. He he tells them, welcome to Iowa. Waits for them to sign. State. (laughs) I thought, I don't even know if you posted this one. My favorite roast that I sent to you was Iowa State, America's safety school. Oh, I think I did post that one. <laughs> Mine, it's not going to work on on the podcast, but, you know, is this heaven? No, it's Iowa State. And then you have to log on to Expedia to get your quickest plane out of you. That one doesn't quite work on, on this medium. <clears throat> but so, yeah, Oregon got their asses handed to them, which I was super disappointed in but here's another thing sam that i wanted to ask you about okay this year in the college football bowl season they you know okay so when they the coach is about to win they dump the the bucket of gatorade on him right this year 
sponsors sponsors started replacing the Gatorade with their product. So in the Cheez-It Bowl, it was filled with Cheez-It. Oh, that sounds terrible. Bucket. What? That sounds terrible. I know. That would, that would really, like, hurt and be itchy. Yeah. Because you'd have Cheez-Its down your back. Right. And you'd probably get like a real Donald Trump sort of orange stain on your skin. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that was the only one. There might have been a pretzel bowl. Everyone was wondering, or the people at the shutdown forecast, they were wondering if, because there was a Duke's mayonnaise bowl this year. <laughs> and they were wondering if they were going to fill the Gatorade bucket with duke's mayonnaise right or what about like the fiesta bowl and it's just filled with like molten hot salsa con queso <laughs> ghost peppers gets all yeah. up in your eyes and ears and sinuses yeah <clears throat> well my thought i had two thoughts about this the new mexico bowl sam they played it they played the New Mexico Bowl in Texas. It was won by Hawaii, which doesn't make any sense. The New Mexico Bowl was in Texas and Hawaii won? Hawaii won the New Mexico Bowl, which was played in Texas because of coronavirus. I don't understand why Hawaii ever plays an away game. Like, you would just think that every <laughs> single college would just want to go play in Hawaii, you know? That's a good point, yeah. <laughs> uh, There's a hot take. That's a good hot take. There, there's an answer to that, but it's a very boring answer. It's got to do with money. Um, but New Mexico Bowl, as far as I can tell, still doesn't have a sponsor. So this was, like, I think my hot take from exactly 12 months ago. New Mexico Bowl, we will sponsor you. We will make it the Dump on the Ump New Mexico Bowl. Right, sponsored by Pornhub. <laughs> sponsored by Pornhub.com. <clears throat> Dump on the Ump presents the Pornhub.com New Mexico Bowl played in Texas. And the winning coach just gets uh, a penthouse cutout from Penthouse Magazine dumped on him like the fat bitch. Yeah, it's just like lube. It's just a lube. It's It's just just a whole bucket full of KY jelly. It's just just an entire Gatorade bucket filled with warming personal lubricant. (laughs) Uh, okay so uh, new mexico call us email us dump on the ump at gmail.com right Pornhub. i know you need the revenue too so right you could use a you could use a uh, pr turnaround there porn yeah they, they definitely could so ladies and gentlemen that's welcome to 2021 that's the kind of high quality sports analysis you can expect from this podcast. Sam, I want to take a minute. I want to uh, get do a countdown of our listeners last year, top cities, because okay. I want to thank wait, everybody who listened wait, to us. Th- it's important to note that this is episode one. Yep, season seven, <clears throat> season episode seven, one. Episode one, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right? This is, this is our year, Sam. 2020 was, you know, nobody's year. Right. 2021, it's going to be all year. This is our year. This is our year. The year of the dump. Year of dump on the ump. But I do want to thank everybody who has been listening to us. And, and, okay, 
I, uh, there are going to be some surprises. I'm going to do a countdown of the top 20 cities that listen to us in 2020. Okay. You ready? Wait, okay. you want me to guess? No, I'll do it, but, okay. you know, you comment. It, there'll be some surprises, but you'll know most of them. Okay. And this, so 20 is New York, New York, which I interpret as Manhattan because some other boroughs are going to show up. Gotcha. On this list. I don't know why it's SoundCloud does that. So number 20, New York, New York. Right. Number 19, Lewiston, Maine. Cool. Do we know anyone up there? I don't know. I think my buddy from high school's grandparents live in Lewiston, Maine. Right. I know I've been there. I wonder um, if it's just a v- like a fi- like fictional VPN of your brother-in-law, Lewis. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Probably. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's right on the New Hampshire border, too. Right. Um, number 18, Sandy, Oregon. That's Marin at work. Cool. Wait, what's 19? Oh, that's Lewiston. Lewiston, Maine, Maine right. yeah. Number 17, Moscow, Russia. That's Putin. Big fan of the show, yeah. Vladimir Putin. He is. He's a dumper. Yeah, he that's, is. That's... He must be sad, too. He's boy lost. Right. So he's listening to the show trying to get a little escapism in. I got money on Trump flying to Moscow the day before Biden's inauguration. It's going to be Moscow or Dubai, right? Right. Yeah. No, I think that's a good call. Uh, Dubai's too close to Iran, I think. Oh, interesting observation. Although Russia's kind of close to Iran, too. But Yeah. Yeah. My money's on Russia. Russia. Yeah. Russia's real big. Yeah, Russia's big. Yeah. Number 16, Bend, Oregon. Hi, Mom and Dad. Number 15, Portland, Oregon. That's Marin and Lewis and maybe Kirby. Number 14, Algonquin, Illinois. Don't know who that is. Northwest suburbs of Chicago. Maybe that's just whoever used to live in Sheboygan moved there. Yeah, probably. Wait, no, Sheboygan's Wisconsin. Never mind. Yeah, but that's not too far away. Number 13, Seattle, Washington. Thomas. Shout out to Thomas. And also Jesse's parents. And Jesse's parents. sister. Number 12, Cincinnati, Ohio. Cool. That's probably, they just have us on the, like, playing throughout the dining room at Skyline Restaurant. Skyline Chili. Skyline Chili. Sponsor us. (laughs) (laughs) This and Top of the Crock. Uh, number 10, both, uh, Brooklyn, New York, number cool. 10. That's me. Just you say kidding. you never listen to the podcast. I don't listen to the podcast. Yeah. Number nine, Barcelona, Spain. Cool. Uh, number eight, Queens, New York. Okay. Kaylin? Maybe. Yeah. Number seven, Quincy, Massachusetts. That's Eli. Number six, Champaign, Illinois. That's me. Probably a couple other people. Number five, Mountain View, California. Who's that? I think the rest of these are going to be bots. Oh, they're all bots. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, because I I was surprised. Because no one listens to this podcast more than you do, Joel. That's the truth. Right. Right. I'm like a fifth of our listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Number it's four, just you love the sound of your own voice. That's what it is. 
What? You just I love the like sound of your own yeah. voice. Yeah. Yeah. Number four, Providence, Rhode Island. Cool. Shout out Zach yeah. and Courtney. Yep. Number three, Columbus, Ohio. Hmm. Yeah. Frankenstein's parents, maybe? Oh, that'd be cool. Number two, San Jose, California. Banana and slugs. And number one, San Francisco, California. So that's Apple, Google, and Facebook. They listen to us a lot. Right. Yeah. yeah. San Francisco could be Steph Curry. Ooh, yeah. I bet Steph Curry is a big fan of this podcast. Like I choose to believe that it's Steph Curry and not Google or whoever's in San Francisco. Okay, I'll go with that. And maybe Steve Kerr, too. Maybe Steve Kerr and Steph Curry listen to the podcast together. Right, when they're getting their couples massages. <laughs> right, yep. exactly. <clears throat> uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, thanks to everybody who listened. Subscribe yeah. to us on Apple iTunes. Season Give us a rating and a review. Uh, listen to us on Spotify or SoundCloud. Follow us on Twitter at Dump on the Ump. I love Twitter. And check out our Facebook page. All right. Season six was good for us, Joe. Oh, good. What? Season six was not bad for us. Like, all things considered, we were ostensibly a coronavirus podcast for a while. Yep. We launched Top of the Croc, which is a very successful Instagram page now. Um, A lot of good stuff came out of Dump on the Ump season six. Yeah. Uh Charles Manson softball team. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I know that a lot of people love to hear us talk about how great we are, but I guess we should probably plow right into these headlines. Yeah, I guess. We can talk about how great we are. It's all the podcast. <laughs> Maybe we'll come back around to that in the end. We'll just close yeah. it out. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> We're going to start off this year, being as it is the off season. We're going to start off the year with the NFL. The NFL playoffs start this weekend, and the NFL regular season ended in a predictably stupid way. Despite getting blown out blown out at home by the rival Green Bay Packers, 35-16, the Chicago Bears managed to sneak into the last spot in the NFC at 8-8. Eight and eight. While even though they defeated the Dallas Cowboys 23-19, the New Jersey Giants of New Jersey failed to make the playoffs after the Philadelphia Eagles pulled all of their starting players in a 20-14 to loss to the Washington football team, who they don't even have a quarterback, uh, <laughs> thereby <laughs> allowing the 7-9 and nine fighting monuments to win the division. Uh, how did the Giants... So the question is to you, Joel. How did the Giants manage to get jerseyed by Philly? Right. Because the Giants tried so hard to lose to the Dallas Cowboys. they we, That was a terrible, terrible football game. Um, and yet, at the, on the last play, the Giants had the ball. They just had to run out, the, get a first down and run out the clock. The running back had the first down and then fumbled the ball. It really looked like the Cowboys recovered the ball. But the ref said the Giants recovered the ball. So, dumb luck won the New Jersey Giants that football game. Right. 
<clears throat> and then all the Eagles had to do was beat Washington and the Giants would win their stupid division. But then Doug Peterson, the Philadelphia Eagles coach, pulled all of his starters in the fourth quarter of what was, I believe at the time, a three-point game. Three-point game, yeah. Yeah. So that's just a big fuck you from Philly to North Jersey. Like a big, you know, we, I don't know, we got some listeners in Philly. What would they say? A Philly surprise? The yeah. Philly special where they just... The Philly love letter? Porch? What? A Philly love letter? Philly love letter. That's, that's where you just... just whip batteries at people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? It was just a, a loss out of spite and draft position, but fuck that. It was a loss out of spite. So the the Washington football squadron is in the playoffs at below 500. Yeah. The Bears, who just got the shit kicked out of them by the Packers, are also in the playoffs at a perfect 500. So it's just a hot mess, in my opinion. Yeah, it's funny that the the like there's a lot to talk about in the NFL <laughs> this playoffs, <clears throat> um, and I want to touch on a couple of things. But I think the most important thing is how fucking bad the NFC East was. It's like how many teams are in that division? Four, five, four. Ooh. Yeah, and they were all tanking this year. Like every single one of them was tanking. Yeah. Um, right, and that's like the most marketable of the football division because you got the Giants, the Cowboys, Washington, and the Eagles. They're right. all like big money, big market teams, and they all sucked ass. So bad, and <clears throat> it was really funny. I don't know if you saw the uh, post, like the interview with the Giants coach, or um, about the Eagles situation. Did you see that? Or I didn't read see anything about it. The, was he pissed? He was so pissed. <clears throat> he was so pissed. And he was like, I would never disrespect. He's like, the the Philadelphia Eagles disrespected football and they disrespected their fans and they disrespected their team. And I would never disrespect my team or the fans or the NFL the way the coach of the Philadelphia Eagles disrespected all of those people. And it's like, he was pissed. And it's like, motherfucker, you're from New Jersey, and you only won seven games this year. Right. Like, <clears throat> you, like you, you can't be mad. Like, you just want to go to the playoffs and get blown out by the Buccaneers? Give me a break. <laughs> like, you have no leg to stand on here. Like, you're a joke. Your team's a joke. Like, give right. me a break. They went six, nine, and one. They had a tie. I think if you have right. a tie, you're automatically disqualified from the playoffs. Right. Like you're not you're not a competitor if you end the game in the Exactly. Back. Yeah. No. So it was funny. He was like, you know, if you win six games in the National Football League, you're like, okay, you know, we'll get them next year or whatever. But right. to say that like somehow the coach of the Philadelphia Eagles was more disrespectful to the league and the fan base than a team that manages to win six <laughs> games and tie one. Like, give me a break, man, you know? 
Exactly. Like the and real now, disrespect is calling yourself a team from New York when clearly you're from New Jersey. You're from East Rutherford, New Jersey. Yeah. Exactly. East Rutherford, New Jersey. <laughs> okay, so the playoffs start, the wild card round is this weekend. There is one team, the only New York team is actually in it, the Bills. Right. Um, we got Colts v. Bills. Okay, let's do You called quick. Bills for the Super Bowl. I'll remind you of that. You're going Bills for the Super Bowl? I like that. No, you did. Oh, I did. Yes. Go me. I'm totally <laughs> on the Bills bandwagon. Bills Mafia. Go Bills Mafia. Uh, Bills, Colts, Browns, Steelers. You had some hot takes about the Browns, didn't you? Well, no, I just, the Browns are having a COVID outbreak right now. Um, and <laughs> so <clears throat> five players, including, no, five people, including uh, Pro Bowl guard, I think, and a wide receiver and the head coach all tested positive for COVID and they are not available <laughs> for Sunday's game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And this is their first playoff game in 18 years, yeah. I think. <laughs> so they were without one of their best players. They are without their head coach. Um, and then, uh, like, a nose tackle or a center, maybe. And then another wide receiver just this morning were pulled over for drag racing by the police in Ohio. Um, and so... We'll see, like, it's, you know, I don't think that that's going to keep them out of the game, but it's like, it's a stupid fucking thing to do on a playoff week, you know what I mean? Right. And especially since, like, this is a team that's playing the Pittsburgh Steelers that are a soft number one seed, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if they are the one seed, but they won that division. One seed, yeah, they win. They're the two seed, I think. They might be the three seed. Anyway, they've had they've scuffled down the stretch, and they're like ripe for being picked off by a Browns team that's been playing pretty well lately. So, Mm -hmm. anyway, it's a real. It was a real Cleveland sports moment. I feel like, right? Like everyone gets COVID, and then people are drag racing, you know? Right. Well, I'm still sticking with my uh, Bills v. Seahawks Super Bowl prediction. The the Jesse special, we'll call it. Yeah. I I think another notable thing about this playoffs is that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are in the playoffs and the Patriots are not. Right. Um, And, you know, there's a lot of talk in New England over the years is like who like who won all those Super Bowls, <clears throat> Brady or Belichick. And I feel like the more annoying of the Patriots fans come down on Belichick. Uh. And so I'm like, you know, I'm not a massive fan of either of theirs, but I think that if Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl this year, that would be fucking sick. Yeah, I think I've said this on this podcast in the past. I've come full circle, or like, not even a 360. What's a, what's a spin and a half? A 540? 720? No. Like, 540, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I've done a whole 540 on Tom Brady during his career. Like, in the beginning of his career, I loved him because he was the young, gritty underdog who just had the heart of a champion. And then in the middle... Hmm? He was, like, picked last in the draft. Yeah, yeah, six-round draft pick, and he's got a chip on his shoulder, but he also plays the right way kind of guy and taking the Patriots to three Super Bowl victories. And then in the, like, 2008 to 2014 zone, I really hated him and rooted against him as, like, Mr. Privilege, TB12, like top of his game and right. <clears throat> I got real mad when he beat the Seahawks and then I got real mad when they beat Atlanta and I was totally like, ah, oh, fuck Tom Brady. And now I've come around again where he's like old and just trolling everybody on Twitter all the time. Yeah. And is still really good at football and I'm like, you fucking go Tom Brady. Good for you. Right. I, the thing I like about him is that he's not as good at football as he used to be. And that it seems like he has accepted that and is kind of like the game has changed. Like his offense with the Buccaneers is considerably different than like a Tom Brady offense, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but he makes it work. Right. Hey, you want to talk some baseball? And then... Yeah. You know. This will be another... We tried to do 30 minutes. I think Buccaneers... Buccaneers... uh, Bills. Super Bowl. That would be fun. I would like to see that. Because nobody has beaten the Bills more than Tom Brady. Oh, right. In the history of... go all the way to the Super Bowl. I think that Tom Brady Brady has maybe beat the Bills more than any quarterback has ever beat one team ever. Sure. So that would be a kind of fun Super Bowl, I think. Either way, it's like Tom Brady beats the Bills again, or the Bills finally get, you know, the Tom Brady monkey off their back. Right. Yeah, that would be good. I, I would be into that. All right, let's talk some baseball. This is ostensibly a baseball podcast, after all. Right. So, uh, once again, the MLB hot stove has been quiet this offseason. With the exception of one team, the San Diego Padres. The Flyers have acquired Cy Young Award winner Blake Snell from the Tampa Bay Rays in exchange for catcher Francisco Maya and prospects. That was on December 29th. We're a little late on this news. And then mere hours later, San Diego traded for Chicago Cubs Cy Young finalist Hugh Darvish in exchange for right-handed pitcher Zach Davies and four other pitchers. So now the Padres have a rotation uh, that's got Darvish, Snell. Uh, what's that guy? Lamet? L-A-M-E-T? How do you pronounce his name? No idea. <clears throat> Don't even know who that is. Yeah, he's good, though. And they have Mike Clevenger, even though he had Tommy John so good. So, Sam, do you think the San Diego Padres are going to sign free agent pitcher Trevor Bauer? Yes, absolutely. And I'll tell you why. Nobody else is going to do anything. And the Padres are going to sign Trevor Bauer. They're going to sign... 
what's his name from the Houston Astros? Uh, Springer? Yeah, George Springer. They're going to sign everybody because no one else is going to do anything. And I know that Trevor Bauer has said that he only wants to sign one-year deals. And if you're the Padres, like, this is maybe the year that you're going for it. Um, And so you sign Trevor Bauer, I think. And the fact that nobody else seems to be willing to spend money at all, like, really, if they're going to go for it, like, they should go for it now. The flip side of that is, even if they do sign Trevor Bauer, are they better than the L.A. Dodgers? You know what I mean? Ooh, see, right now, I would say they are definitely not better than the L.A. Dodgers. Right. Well, and if they add Trevor Bauer, they still probably are not as good as the L.A. Dodgers. Right. They might have a better pitching staff, though. Which could, right, which could take them, you know, which could make them have them win in the playoffs. That's a good point. And but, you know, if you've got, I mean, the way it's stacked right now, there's, I mean, the Padres and the Dodgers, or the Dodgers and the Padres are probably number one and number two in the National League. <clears throat> well, who else is even trying in the National League? The Mets. Kind of. Yeah. But the Mets are, like, trying for, like, two, three years from now, I feel like. Oh, interesting. You know, they can't turn it all around in one season. Although, you know, maybe if people aren't spending money, they could. The thing is, is that, like, is you Darvish better than Clayton Kershaw? Mm-hmm. Last year, maybe. But, like, not any other year. Right. Is Blake Snell better than Walker Bueller? Not when he's healthy, you know. Yeah. Is Fernando Tatis Jr. better than Mookie Betts? No. No. No, Manny Machado. This is I love Tatis. Manny Machado is the best position player on that team. Maybe last year. I don't know if you could say that he will be moving forward. Like Tatis is legit, I think. Yeah. Um but is Manny Machado better than uh, Corey C- Cody Bellinger? No. Maybe. But it's close, you know. And he's not better than Mookie Betts. Oh, the Padres also signed this uh, shortstop. Who They probably won't play him at shortstop. Ha Sung Kim from uh, oh, KBO. To play second base, probably. Yeah. And people were real excited about right. that. Right. Also, uh, like, Corey Seager's on the Dodgers, too. And he's ridiculous. Yeah. And Gritty, Justin Gritty Turner. Yeah. Um, co- COVID super spreader, Gritty Turner. COVID super spreader. <laughs> uh, yeah. Manny Machado is better than COVID super spreader, Gritty Turner. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like, but easily. Turner's good. <laughs> yeah, he's okay. Uh, he's not better than Manny Machado. I just think that, like, position for position, the Dodgers are better than the Padres. And, like, I think that the pitching staff as it stands now is maybe a slight edge to the Padres, but not really. Mm -hmm. If they sign Trevor Bauer, for sure. I'm on Fangraphs.com right now, Mm -hmm. uh, reading uh, Don Zimbrowski, who follow him on Twitter. He is funny as hell. And he is recalculating uh, the Padres' war after the offseason signings. Uh-huh. And he, 
He still has them. Oh, wow. He's got them second place in the NL West, but statistically tied with the Dodgers. Really? He's got them both at 98 and 64. Huh. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, Mm -hmm. I think that... You know, we've made a lot of fun of Eric Hosmer since he signed with the Padres, an eight-year deal with the Padres in 2017. He's starting to look like the smartest guy in baseball. Yeah. So we don't, like, we will never retract anything. Like, that's not how we roll here. But, you know, he may turn his fortunes around. Yeah. Although he also may be like, well, I thought I was just down here to smoke pot and braid hemp necklaces. I know. You know? <laughs> He's like, wait, we actually have to compete now? <laughs> yep. <clears throat> oh, they've also got that guy Cronenworth. He was one of the rookie of the year uh, contenders yeah. last year. He was good. He's a second baseman. But he plays mm-hmm. a lot of different positions. He can play outfield. Will Myers came back strong. Will Myers, yeah. Um, Tommy Pham is the left fielder. Oh, like Remember when he got stabbed? No. Yeah, Tommy Pham got stabbed during the play, uh, right after the playoffs. Oh, right, in Mexico. Yeah. What? In Mexico? No, in San Diego. Oh, in San Diego. Yeah. San Diego, Mexico, it's pretty close. Right, you know, Tijuana is just across the border. Right. Yeah. But I like Tommy Pham. I'm a big Tommy Sam fan. Yeah. I mean, the Padres are going to be fun. And, you know, talk about legacy. Like, Eric Hosmer is far, far from a Hall of Famer. But, you know, he led the Kansas City Royals to consecutive World Series and won one of them. Right. And if he could, you know, be a team leader on... Because, you know, he is. Because Manny Machado's not a team leader. And Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah, that's a good question that, you know, can they force Machado to be a team leader? Probably Mm. not. Nah. Nah. He's a... Um, One thing I wanted to add is I, you know, I'm a Chicago White Sox fan, so I'm getting a little bit of schadenfreude from the Cubs selling off all their parts right now. Right. Uh, you know, drinking some salty tears. Uh, you Darvish is like one of the few Chicago Cub players I really liked. And the fucking hilarious thing was he found out he got traded by Twitter. Right. You just like him because he's good on Twitter. Like your, <clears throat> your gauge of like you're low key a Donald Trump fan or you were before he became the president just because he's like so good on Twitter. <laughs> That's an excellent point that I would. Uh, You're like you, Darvish. Love it. I would, Great Twitter. I would disagree with you on that one. I don't think he just shouts on Twitter. You gotta be bad. So you, Darvish, says things in Japanese I don't understand, and then lots of Japanese emojis, and he talks to uh, Kenta Maeda all the time, and then he takes screenshots of his wacky Japanese uh, video game he plays all the time. That's it. I have no idea what he's talking about. It seems like having a good time. You just assume that it's good? Yeah. <laughs> he looks like... <laughs> he's saying, like, awful, awful things about, like, the Korean. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> that would make me sad. <laughs> How much he hates, I don't know, South Korea. Uh, or China, uh, probably. Yeah, probably. All right, cool. So, yeah, that's about it. Uh, we're over time. What else did we forget to talk about? Oh, how great we are? Oh, right. How great we are. So, yeah, I was taking some notes. I've also been watching the Dominican League. I wanted to talk about that, but we can wait on that. Tatis is in that. Um, yeah. Hey, reach out to us, sponsors. We will, We are one of the 250 top sports podcasts in Malaysia. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah, if you want to market your, like, nori-based shrimp chips, then we're the podcast you want to talk to. So, Ooh, dump a whole Gatorade bath of nori-fish chips on the winning coach. <clears throat> oh, man. If we could get the country of Malaysia to sponsor the New Mexico Bowl... I bet we could do that. <laughs> I've never been to Malaysia, but I hear it's great. Yeah, I've never been there either. Shout out to Malaysia. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Again, if you're listening to us on Apple iTunes, give us a rating, a review, and a subscription. You can also listen to us on Spotify or on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash umpenhemp. Tweet at us at Dump on the Ump. You can also follow us on Facebook, and we have a WordPress blog. For Sam, my name is Joel. Ladies and gentlemen, have a great evening and a pleasant tomorrow. Mm-hmm.